Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. This is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and the topic of today's teaching comes from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 7. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, as he already existed in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped but emptied himself by taking the form of a bondservant and being born in the likeness of men. As we continue our study in understanding how to have the mind of Christ, I would ask you this question. Is everyone meant to be a servant? Aren't some people just by their natural personality or inborn tendencies just more prone to want to be a servant or to live a life of serving others? Isn't being a servant the hallmark sign of being a Christian? And yet, why do we not see more people of the church serving, volunteering, and meeting the needs of the community? One of the most common issues I encountered with my clients during my professional counseling career were symptoms of depression and anxiety that were stemming from being overly focused on their own worries, their ailments, and their life circumstances. So in the very beginning of their treatment, I would often prescribe serving as their first therapeutic goal, encouraging them to find a way to serve others in their home or their neighborhood, to perhaps sign up for a volunteer event in the community, or even suggested for them to simply hold the door open for people at the gas station or compliment the cashier at the grocery checkout line. The Lord knew when he created us and made us in his image that focusing on others more than ourselves and using our inborn gifts and talents for the good of others would always be healing to the human soul, especially our mental and emotional health. Once this piece of advice was given, I could see that it was more effective than any other therapeutic intervention I could offer my clients. But then there were also those in which serving others became an area of hurt and pain for them. Some felt taken advantage of by those that they served, or those in the helping field like doctors, nurses, teachers, caregivers, and counselors would experience compassion fatigue. And then there would be some who, no matter how much they tried to serve and be pleasing to others, would just end up feeling exhausted and empty. Many people felt like they give so much more than they would receive from others, whether it was from close family members and friends or those in ministry, or the people with whom they served in the marketplace. Serving without having the mind of Christ will only lead to burnout and resentment. As a counselor and helper in nature, I've been in this place many times, knowing that I'm at my best when I'm serving others, and yet feeling mentally and emotionally exhausted from doing it. Even when I tell myself I should because it's the Christian thing to do, I would still end up feeling resentful eventually, wearing out in my own strength and then losing motivation to do it. Over and over in my Christian walk, 
God has taught me not to try to make myself like Jesus through human effort or striving. And yet, that's where I would end up time and time again. Part of the revelations that brought me and my clients so much freedom was learning that we are being refined like Jesus just because we are closely bonded to the Father. That we will be inspired to be Christ-like from the inside out. And this process, even though it's not painless, is extremely fruitful and joy-filled. If we read the Gospels through kingdom lenses, we will see that Jesus was able to do and be all that he was here on the earth because of his close, ever-dependent relationship with his Father. Verse 7 likens Jesus to that of being a bondservant, someone indebted to serve their master for life. Now that's an unpopular term and even offensive in our modern times. To refer to a person as a bondservant is much like the term slave, one that could never pay back the debt that is owed to the master, and someone who will serve their master for their whole life, therefore bonded to them. The key to having a kingdom mindset and learning to reject the false teachings of this world that cause us to be miserable anyway, is to know that God is different than anyone or anything in this world. There is no comparison, which can leave people frustrated and grappling to understand him. But to try to understand the concept of Jesus being a bondservant to his Father in heaven, the Master, is to know Father God is loving, caring, protective, and comforting. He is the most gracious and merciful Master to have ever existed. And to try to envision him as a good master compared to someone here on earth, like a father, a boss, or even a favor mentor, is falling way, way short of who he actually is. I've had so many people, from my clients to family members to uh, perhaps those sitting under my teaching, ask, how do I learn more about who God is? And then trust that he's as good as you say he is. Because without this deep understanding and personal connection with the Father, we cannot have the mind of Christ. And we will try to operate in our life and in our faith from a dry and frustrated place. If we are to be bonded in servanthood to our master, Father God, we must spend time in his presence and truly encounter his love and goodness. Even the best speakers, pastors, or Christian authors cannot describe God in the way an actual experience with him and how it would personally affect you. And it is from this place of intimacy that we are empowered with his grace and given passion to serve. And not just to volunteer a couple hours a week, but these powerful encounters with God will inspire you to give your whole life as a living sacrifice, just like Jesus did. There are two steps that are necessary before most people experience the true nature and goodness of God. The first is to surrender your life to him. Have you asked Jesus to be the Savior and Lord of your life? Make a declaration right now, aloud with your voice, to say, 
I receive your sacrifice on the cross, Jesus, and apply your blood to my sins. Forgive me. Come into my heart. Fill me with your love and grace. You gave me this life, Lord, and now I give it back to you to do what you will with it for the time that I have here in this world. As we discussed last week, there's such power in submission that these surrender statements will open the gates to heaven and launch you into a whole new level of your faith. And then begin to learn who he is and what characteristics to expect in your alone time with him. The best place to discover this valuable knowledge is directly from the word of God. But if reading the Bible is new to you, or perhaps overwhelming at first, reading a short devotional based on scripture, or viewing the verse of the day suggested by the Bible app, it is so essential to learn who God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are. Because then, when you have an encounter with them, you will recognize it for what it is. And studying who this triune Godhead is in Scripture will ensure you will not be deceived by the false versions that are taught in the world today, or who you might envision them to be through your own lens of religion, hurts and wounds, or human experiences. Without this base knowledge of the true and authentic God of the Bible, many people miss his very intentional and special attempts to interact with you on a very real, very tangible basis. It is these experiences that will fuel your fire to know him more, crave more of his presence, and then be able to serve, sacrifice, and even suffer with joy all the days of your life. So let us look at some of the ways Jesus was a servant so as to inspire ourselves and confirm that if we are to be like-minded with Christ, we are all truly called to be a servant like he was. Jesus was obedient and a servant to his mother on the day that he turned water into wine. Jesus was a servant to all those whom he healed. We know that there were times Jesus must have been so tired, and yet scripture says that he healed all all who asked and came to him for healing. Jesus was dedicated to seeing people set free, offering up any kind of convenience or self-serving pleasure for the benefit of others. Jesus served his disciples in all the ways of being a leader by example and by demonstrating over and over that his only purpose here on the earth was to serve his father in heaven, and then to serve others with that love. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as ransom for many. Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. When Jesus washed the feet of the disciples, it was his way of teaching them to always serve in humility, that though he had complete understanding of the scriptures, he was a teacher, a rabbi, a healer, and ultimately the living sacrifice for all mankind, he did not see himself in any superior position. Rather, that he would humbly and lowly in stature kneel in the dirt to wash the dusty feet 
of the very ones he would leave to continue his work on the earth. So this is what each of us as Christians, as healers, as leaders, this is who we are called to be, to lead with humility, grace, and from a place of Christ-like love in every interaction that we have. And what could possibly keep us fueled to live this life like Jesus did? Surely, he was more anointed and had more grace and was simply destined to be a servant leader. And yet, if we are all called to demonstrate the good works of Jesus and share in his mindset, are we not all destined to serve in similar ways? The practice that I noticed through the Gospels that allowed Jesus to fulfill all the roles described in Philippians chapter 2 was that he was in constant communion with his Father. He spent a lot of alone time in prayer, and he was in a place of utter dependence on his Father God for every move he would make. I will continue to emphasize and make practical suggestions in how you can keep Father God at the center of all that you do in future episodes. The Lord must always be our core motivation for living a life like Christ did on a daily basis. And when we experience his unconditional and overwhelming love, we will be filled to abundance and not grow weary or deny this precious and essential position of being a servant, first to the Father and then to the rest of the world. I encourage you to spend time with the Lord in quiet reflection and ask yourself if you are fulfilling your calling to be a servant to him and to the others in your life. Start with your spouse and your family and then move out to your work environment, your ministry and your community. I believe if we are honest, we would all feel some conviction about our attitude and how or why we serve others. I promise you, God will give you the grace to do it, and you are destined as Christ followers to serve like Jesus served. Will you answer the call? Perhaps on a whole new level today. So stay tuned as we continue for two more weeks in these amazing and life-transforming verses of Philippians chapter 2 and in how we can have the attitude and the mindset of Christ. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed today's teaching, I would just invite you to subscribe to the show and then share it with others to bring healing and transformation to the lives of those around you.